Polly. Yeah. I have a new way I want to start the episode. Okay. I see a lot of new faces, but you know the old saying, out with the old, in with the nucleus. <laughs> now we'll begin by... Oops. <laughs> Oh, did you see that jerk? <laughs> I dropped his nose. Welcome to Well Actually, a podcast for nerds who think they know everything uh, about The Simpsons. I'm your host, Kane Holloway. You may remember me from such other podcasts as the Hollingsworthless program what and the time this? I was on uh, The Birds of Prey with you and Katie. Oh, yeah. Yes. No, I don't think that was the name of the podcast. Birds of a Feather. Birds of a Feather. Thank you. Birds of a Feather podcast died no together. No longer exists. Nope. Nope. Because uh, Holly's over here now. Yeah. I stole her from Katie, and I say to Katie, I say, come at me, Katie. <laughs> um, and then, of course, did you like, that was my Troy McClure. Oh, that was good. good I'm right? so happy I, I get the reference. Um... And then, of course, my co-host, the uh, sweatiest sweaty. girl in the world. We're both over the summer weather. Oh my god! Even though I'm a summer guy, I'm a yeah, I'm a summer guy too. Uh, but I, but Holly, Annabelle, One L Bell Brown. He's got it. Uh, Everyone home is like sitting on the edge of their seat or car. Also, just like Kane, get a ride. Also known as passwords. That's not her. <laughs> Also known as Fun Fact Brown, Holly Brown Beans, Abortion Brown, Pro-Choice Holly, Left Wing Hash Browns, Mm -hmm. and Queen Hannah Banana. What's going on? How's everybody here this fine episode? I am fucking tired. Yeah? I flew drunk. Flew drunk. A plane? I've never done that before. You flew I w- a plane drunk? I flew a plane drunk. I wanted to do my best flight impression. Okay, do and it. And I was like, let me get 17 screwdrivers. Where's the plane? Nice. Um, I uh, I came back from Missouri yesterday morning. Ooh. I thought the flight was at uh, like 1 p.m., but it was at 7 a.m. So oh. <laughs> big difference when you're drunk the night before, Kane. Oh, yeah. Tell me about <laughs> it. I, I was drunk... Uh, uh, like I got drunk probably like three in the morning mm-hmm. and, or no, two in the morning. And then, uh, my boyfriend's like, fuck, I completely forgot the, the flight is at this time. We have to leave at like four. We, I think we left at four thirty to go to there. So I woke up two hours later, uh, thought that it was a dream. And I started, apparently I was really mad to Brad oh. <laughs> or really mean and mean in him. And he, I, he was like, babe, we have to get ready. My alarm didn't go off. We have to go. We have to go. And I said, how much time do I have? And he goes, I don't know. Just get ready as fast as you can. And I threw my toothbrush at him <laughs> and I said, I have nothing more to say to you. <laughs> you don't remember that? I was very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so we get in the car with his dad and his dad, uh, was driving himself to work and us to the airport. 
And the whole time I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you're drunk, Ollie. Don't say anything. This is the first time you ever met his dad. Don't say anything. So I was like, I'm going to pretend to fall asleep. So I Very good. <laughs> fall asleep in the back. Yes. And then I do the classic, like, oh, what happened? I was asleep. Wait, wait, what We're happened? already at the airport. How did the time travel? <laughs> and then I get out and Brad said he was so nervous that I was like, going to be really mad at him because I was mad at him, you know, 30 minutes prior. Sure. And then I... We say goodbye to his dad, and I lean over to him and I go, I'm still drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and wow, he's like, weekend. oh, if only I knew that. Yeah. He would have handled me a lot differently in the morning. Sure, that makes a lot so, of sense. So, yeah, uh, that was the, I got hungover on the flight. Yeah, that's... It was yeah. fucking oh, terrible. That sounds right. That sounds about right. Oh, my God. And, oh, it was terrible. It was so bad. The guy next to me, his elbow was in my fucking... He was asleep with his elbow in my seat the whole time. Yeah, and yeah, that sounds about right, um, too. I was, I was going through, like, delirious stages where I was laughing at everything uh, really loud and yep. then twitching my body because <laughs> I was <laughs> awake. And that I sh- when I sh- didn't have... I ran two hours of sleep, also drunk, also hungover. So I'm, like, twitching and I'm mm-hmm. laughing about it. And Brad's like, you have to stop <laughs> And it's going to come insane. over. <laughs> and uh, then we got off and um, Ubers were $150 from the airport. Oh, yeah. That sounds Because of Labor right Day also. weekend. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we didn't take an Uber. We just took a very, very long shuttle. Oh, God. Yeah. And then we oh fin- finally got home and texted you, fell asleep the entire day. Yeah, that's... That, that yeah. was very long-winded. I apologize. We were going to we were gonna record yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I figured, and, and I was like, ah, maybe we can do it earlier in the day today. Yeah. Um, Which really saved my ass. Oh, my I, God. I would have woken up and done it, but I don't know. I can't tell you if I'd remember doing it. It would have been brutal, <laughs> for sure. You, uh, when, I, when I was like, oh, man, traveling all day, especially from M- Missouri. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's going to be a, a motherfucker anyway to recover from. Yeah. I didn't know you were hammered <laughs> and then, exactly want to and then hung over also you. it's hard to be sympathetic for somebody that did it to themselves you know sure. oh yeah <laughs> so i didn't want to tell anybody oh, but to think to think now to think back on me going can we just do it at an earlier time the next oh, day oh my god i bet you were like this is the best text i've ever gotten when you texted life. me that cane i was head over the toilet trying to throw up <laughs> <laughs> but I did not, I didn't want to back out. I was like, I will not back out. Yes. I'm not, I'm gonna, cause I didn't know at the time if you'd even be able to do a Wednesday. I assumed it was Tuesday or nothing. Right. right. So I was like, I can't say anything to Kane. We're going to do the fucking podcast. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, then you texted me that and I screamed from the bathroom to Brad who was on the couch, like, bah. <laughs> <laughs> and we we're like, this is great news. And then we fell asleep. So very good. Yeah. yeah it, was that's good. A good, it was good. And that sleep is the best sleep. Oh my God! I, I did this. I did the same thing leaving Boston. I was with uh, Scotty Lombardo. I was mm-hmm. staying at his house, and we got shit faced. Mm-hmm. And then he was. I'm like, dude, I don't. Th- I don't think I'm gonna do very well on the plane tomorrow. And he's like, I hey, just smoke. So then we smoked a bunch of weed. So now we're watching old baseball cla- uh, cla- like uh, ESPN classic highlights, <laughs> hammered and high, uh-huh. and I have to get up at five in the morning to take a flight back to Seattle. I was living in Seattle at the time. How long is that flight from oh, Boston? It's probably about five hours. Oh my god! Five six hours, and so I I was fucking. I woke up and I was like, oh no, and I called my lift, and then I got in the lift, and the lift driver goes. Yo, were you drinking last night? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he goes, dude, I can smell you. <laughs> oh, no. Like, Sorry, That's what man. Brad said to me. And I'm yeah. like, I, I imagine the TSA agents also Just smelled it on me. S- yeah, I feel like whenever people can smell you, this sound is coming off of you. 
face and it's just brown wavy lines and it's disgusting. Yeah. It comes out like it's coming out of a grate, but it's just your face. Oh yeah. And then I slept so hard on the plane. Oh, uh, well that's good. And I never sleep on the plane. Yeah, I know. Neither do I. My neck will flip and flop everywhere. Yeah. And then I feel like I'm going to snap my neck off and my head will fall off my body when I try and sleep on a <laughs> oh, plane. That's, it sounds like something you mentioned in the last podcast, I think. Or? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I just go huh, out loud in a, <laughs> in a compact airplane. Huh, and everyone goes, fuck. So I can't sleep on planes. So yeah, and um, uh, so I know exactly. Yeah. What you that was rough. Went it was one of those times when you you wait, uh, the day after you're like I'm never drinking again. I'm never. But then Brad's yeah. like, yeah, fucking right. Let's go to McLeod's Brewery. Yeah. Almost immediately the next day you're gonna drink because you're yeah. you're you have to get rid of the bad time. <laughs> You yeah, have you, to, have to, you have to sh- you show yourself what it is, what it's like when you're normal yeah, when and when you're not, yeah, good, when yeah. you don't have to fly and like yes. obligations. Yeah. But uh, I think I'm going to take a, at least a week long break. Very good. You know what I mean? Very good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nothing like a drunk flight. Yeah. Drunk flights sometimes can be the best and sometimes mm-hmm. they're uh, not so great. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, ask the people I sent pictures of myself drunk yeah. pre-flight too. <laughs> I didn't know I did it until I turned my phone back on after we landed. And my, and my boyfriend's like, who are you? So many texts. And I look and it's like from three of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> the picture of me with a Hawaiian filter, like drunk about to be on a plane. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, that was my shutdown then. Yeah. Um, what did you go out to Missouri for? To meet Brad's family. Ooh. I know. Oh, you guys are making the steps. You guys are about about six months away from somebody proposing. I hope so. About six months, I would say. I had to actually verbally say, Brad, I'm so sorry. I uh, complained so much that we're not already engaged. (laughs) And he's like, Holly, it's been nine months. Yeah. (laughs) I would say because um, a lot of people and present company included, Uh, get engaged way too quickly. Now, Holly, yeah, I'm, I, Kane, we're go- I'm still, I'm going to do it. Holly, I'm be- not worried about this. I believe in you and Brad. <laughs> I know. And I know you do, but I'm saying it's one of those, like mm-hmm. not saying this is the same thing. It's one of those scenarios in which somebody will never do the right thing or like do the thing that everyone's advising them to mm-hmm. until they've already done it. Sure. So about, well, Kelsey's here. Kelsey, how, how long into us being together did we get engaged? Eight months. Oh, shit. Eight months we got engaged. Oh, shit. Two months and we moved in together, right? Right, babe? After two months? After two months, yeah. And about a couple weeks in, I told her I loved her. So I moved really quickly with her. Whatever. Two Ah! weeks, one week, it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) Hey, did I ask your opinion? (laughs) You did. I don't remember that. Well, you asked for facts and she's given them. So so. anyway, so I moved far, far too quickly. Now, when we got engaged, I will say this. It's not the same for everyone. Mm hmm But... It does put your relationship under the microscope. Yeah. So any problems that you're not addressing because, let's say, you're always having sex. That's a really good... <laughs> you know? How did you... What? If you're constantly banging That's a really good the point. early time, an engagement yeah. will bring out any problems not yet addressed. Are, is this... I feel like this is really serious for our I listeners. Don't, listen, I don't know what's up with you guys. And for, maybe, for me to be like, you know what? These are actually really good points. I think I'm going to take this home. And think about it. The reason I say six months is iron those out and then tell Brad to propose. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I want you guys to don't. I don't want you guys to go through what we went through. Uh, I, we, 
I don't know, however, how to stop the Instagram ads of engagement rings that I get because the one time I mentioned it. That makes sense. And so my phone goes, you know, oh my God, did I just manifest your phone to start ringing? Um, Yeah. You know how you like say, you say, uh, man, I really want to look at Mm Wayfair.com sometime. And then the next ad on your phone is Wayfair.com. Yeah. Or jackets. I mean, or we've had, we've had oh yeah, we've had this talk before. <laughs> now I will say this too: if let's say tomorrow, yeah, Brad proposes, you'll hear nothing but congratulations from me. Yeah, <laughs> I will be like, I don't know what I was talking about yesterday because today I'm all about love. You're like everyone's different, and you're the most <laughs> different, Holly. Who knew? All right, enough about me. I want to hear about your shout out or shutdown. I have a shutdown. Which is which will lead into some secret news. I'll tell you after the podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> but um, but it'll be revealed um, in in due time. But okay. so my shutdown is my dad. Oh. Uh, he. My sister called me last week to tell me that he got arrested for <laughs> stealing uh, four hundred dollars from the city. What? Of Rollins, Wyoming, so he can afford the down payment. To go on a cruise with uh, his girlfriend. Okay, wait. <laughs> First of all, I have to put this out there. Four hundred dollars—not mm-hmm. a lot of money to be arrested no, over. Certainly not. But the reason that he got the four hundred dollars is for a cruise, so it's not right. like four hundred dollars. I'm in a, a tight jam. I gotta get out of it. It's yes. four hundred dollars for an absolute superfluous right. thing that matters to nobody and no one else. Mm-hmm. So, okay, okay. Uh, what's your dad's job and what happened? Like He did work for the landfill department uh, mm-hmm. for the city. And apparently he was in charge of the nightly deposits. Oh, and my God. One night it was $400 short. When? So was this a long time ago or was this recently? This was two weeks ago. And then my sister So he no me, longer works. No. Oh, and, my God. And he got on the news. <gasps> he got on the radio. He got, he, my dad in that town is Kanye West. It's all people are talking about. Oh, and when my he walks around, God. they're like, that's him. That's the guy. <gasps> yeah. And what's weird is he, he's out on bail for 1500 They said a $1,500 bail bond uh-huh. that he made. I don't know how it works. Yeah. You had to steal 400 for a cruise. Also, why was this cruise so important? My guess is, because this is, this is my dad's M.O., my guess is his relationship was on the rocks, oh. and so he's a big grand gesture guy. Mm. And so here, here's how I'll salvage it. Trying to do it kind of last minute, not right. planning together. And it's gotcha. not like, if this is his way of being like, I'm pregnant. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> so, uh, so that's my, sh- it's my shout out. Because when my sister called me, she was obviously in a bad mood. Uh-huh. But as she's telling me all the information... I was out on the street of streets of Burbank and I was maniacally laughing to myself. <laughs> I'm like, this is quite possibly the most ridiculous. Yeah. And I was like, you're making it up, right? You're doing this to make me laugh because I haven't talked to him in a while. And you're like, call dad. All this stuff went down. And I'm like, uh, like you're just trying to get us to reconnect, right? Mm-hmm. And she goes, no, 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 no. This is for real, ZZ. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. Okay, wait, you said reconnect. Do you guys not talk? No. Not at all. Can't say I don't see why. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, so that's... Oh, um, my God. But that sparked this new idea I have that okay. I'll, I'll, re- I'll release. And this will be a nice tease for people to be like, well, what is it? What is it? Give us $400? Yeah. I don't even... I give... I, for anybody who subscribes, gets $400 from the city of Rollins, Wyoming. <laughs> um, it's just one of the most shocking things. But I felt yeah. it was appropriate because it's Simpsons week. Oh. This is my pick. And my dad is very much a Homer-esque person he is probably one of the dumbest people i know mm-hmm. um he's very loud and angry he has addictive personalities like homer does uh-huh. he's also a, a big fat guy and uh he has a lot of get rich quick schemes so my dad is homer yeah but homer has a lot of redeeming qualities totally. so and my dad's my dad i don't know and i also felt um i felt like bart growing up and my sister was really headstrong and and Mm -hmm. tried to get good grades and wanted to be the smart one and so she she was like the lisa and uh and then that's just kind of like the dynamic my mom had had big poofy red hair growing up Mm -hmm. so she kind of resembled march so the simpsons to me and now we're just on the we're out of shutouts on the show uh it's probably my most beloved thing Mm -hmm. uh, like on the in the in all of the things that i love comic books movies the early seasons of the simpsons are what kept me sane Mm -hmm. during my childhood during like the chaotic feeling of my childhood well okay so we're gonna be covering one through 13 in total over a period of two episodes Right right now we're doing one through seven so did you are you still a fan like do you still watch or is it more like you kind uh, yeah. of bounce back and forth of watching all the time i watch all the t- well i don't i haven't caught up in the most recent seasons because i've tried to watch but it's just not the same thing yeah. anymore and i feel like those older seasons uh they those like the 90s belong to the simpsons uh-huh they changed the landscape of television. Mm-hmm. Um, how how to deal with um, like uh, how to deal with having guest stars on a show. Yeah, they had more guests. They've had have, have had more guest stars than they've had episodes. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, I read that. Oh, is this part of Holly Fun Facts? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I don't. I honestly only have like three because I, I there's so many and oh, yeah. I felt like. I wanted more time to whittle down to the best ones. Mm-hmm. But these are the ones I really like that popped out. That if you watched every episode of The Simpsons to date over um, uh, without taking breaks, it would take eight and a half days. Uh, from Actually, I don't know when 30? this article was written, but let's say the article was written like 2016. Oh, okay. It would take eight and a half days yeah, that to watch every right. episode. Um, in the show's early 90s heyday, school principals around the country banned Bart Simpson's t-shirts, fearing he was a bad role model. That sounds about right. Yeah? yeah. Didn't happen at your school? No. No? But I never owned a Bart Simpson t-shirt. Oh, shit. I did figure out my new tattoo, though. <gasps> and it's going to be, other than the Well Actually logo, which I will get, I'm going to get a Homer. I'm going to get a Homer, Homer not Bart! No, 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 not a Bart. I get a, I'm going to get a Homer because Homer is, he is the greatest character on television. Yeah. Uh, hey, Kels, can you turn on the air conditioning if it's not already on? Thank you. <laughs> I'm just have a slight neck sweat. <laughs> um, he is one of the greatest characters of all time. And he does, he, he does have like these moments of being a really 
sweet dad but he's also just so crazy i feel like homer has the best intentions he's Mm self-involved like a lot of people can be at times but he also has these moments of realization like i should be a better person i should be a better husband better father blah 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 and he just always always made me laugh and when we get to favorite episodes he there's an episode that i and i just watched right before we started recording i had i've seen the episode of i don't know a hundred times mm-hmm. and I still I had tears from laughing from how fucking funny that episode was damn I'm excited to find out which one because I've never so I prior to this I'd never watched more than one episode mm. I've seen the movie I've been to Simpsons theme park I've uh I actually uh went so I <laughs> one of my close friends mom is was Mrs. Crabapple and what yeah her name was mrs krabappel no she was a voice what marsha wallace yeah no shit yeah oh that's right you're an la girl Uh (laughs) uh-huh we got the cool moms (laughs) um yeah and i what i've been friends with him for gosh now like almost 10 years and i didn't watch the show really so at the time when he told me who she was i was like cool right sounds great (laughs) what do you want me to be impressed and um he we went to the simpsons like three no one humongous simpsons party it had to have been like some season party or something uh-huh uh, your face was it when who shot mr burns it was okay it was probably 2014 no, so it was way after that it was probably i would say 2000 2013 2014 okay i went to like whatever part party they had uh-huh. and uh it was the it was at oh my god the roosevelt hotel I okay. think, and it was humongous, and they had like Blink One Eighty Two played. <laughs> what? What the fuck, man? And I just didn't. I felt. I feel guilty now. At the time, I didn't give a shit. But I was also twenty two or whatever, twenty one. Right. I feel guilty now that there's such big fans that I went. Yeah. Like all the cast was there. Hank Azaria was there. Oh um, my! Everybody God. was there, and I was just kind of like, "Oh my God, this is pretty cool, I guess." Yeah, it was really. I'm cool. so upset. I've never actually been <laughs> mad at you before, but I think this episode. Well, I can't go back in time. <laughs> but yeah, now having seen the show, and also having had known somebody that said it sucked, I'm like, no, there's no way it sucks. You know what I mean? Like. We had a guest on Carly. Carly and Chris both trashed The Simpsons. Yeah, and I know you're listening right now, Carly <laughs> and or Chris. And I you're love you both, wrong. but you're fucking wrong. You're wrong, Carly and or Chris. I go in as a non-fan, going, "There's no way this show sucks. Okay. I just haven't seen it because there's thirty fucking epi- or thirty seasons. There's yes. no way this show is bad." Right. And then I watch it, and every episode got better that I liked. Like every episode I watched got better and better. Because you went from. Three to seven, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So you, uh, yeah, of course, it's going to feel weird mm-hmm. when you look at the animation. The animation's old. Um, some of the jokes in the Some season. of it, there's like a random offensive. They'll do like a, mm-hmm. God, what is something that they did? They made fun of Native Americans or something. Yeah, and I was like, there's a lot of things that are dated and yeah. that don't age that well. Yeah. But then but then it kind of gets away from that and mm-hmm. it starts to cement itself as what it was and oh. why it became so beloved. It's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. So it what was, episodes did you watch? I watched, I wrote them all down. Ooh. Um, I watched uh, Saturdays of Thunder. Okay. Which was when uh, Bart and Homer 
do the stock car race. Is that what it's called? Yes. Saturday. And, and they build this, the, um, the, the box. Yeah. Box yeah. That car. was like the, my first, you know, introduction to it. And it was so, I feel like a really good one to do because there were so many jokes that were like super, super fast. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes they're not, obviously they're all different, but that one, it felt like, here's this, here's that, here's that, here's that. Yeah. Very fast. Homer's, Homer's a bad father. Yeah. Bill Cosby is known as put yeah. on a pedestal as the <laughs> best father. Yeah. He was given a book. There are a few instances of that in which they talk about some celebrity and you go, Oh no, that. That celebrity's like canceled. <laughs> we yeah. can't. My favorite one is when they go, uh, is when Marge steals, accidentally steals bourbon from the Quickie Mart mm -hmm. and she's on trial and the lawyer who's representing the Quickie Mart goes, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, who do you think is hotter, Mel Gibson or Tom Cruise? <laughs> and then they're like, what does this have to do with anything? And he's like, I'm so confident in Marge Simpson's guilt that I could waste the jury's time mm -hmm. by talking about and ranking the super hunks yeah and i'm like oh boy <laughs> oh boy it mel, really... someone watched that and be like mel gibson was hot <laughs> oh, and then man, you see yeah. mad max you go fuck yeah. that fucking anti-semite is hot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i do like in the the saturdays of thunder how in order to be a good father, it just means that you're a good father to your son. <laughs> like, yeah. That where they go to the father Institute and stuff. And it's them just talking about like being, doing things with your son and how you can better your life with your mm -hmm. son. And I'm like, Oh boy. Yeah. And they rectify that with, um, Lisa's substitute in, well, actually they don't rectify it. They do a part of that with Lisa's substitute in season two. Uh -huh. So they have Dustin Hoffman come in as uh, Lisa's substitute teacher, and he's so good at his job. Oh. And Lisa like falls in love with him as a, as a father figure. Oh. And because Homer's a real shit dad. Yeah. And finally, like, Homer recognizes that his, his laziness towards parenting mm -hmm. is affecting how Lisa looks at him. And so he's got to overcompensate. And oh. It's a really good episode. I mean, they do, do they do that well where you watch like three episodes in a row and you think, God, Homer's a fucking piece of shit. Like, mm -hmm. what a bad dad. Then he has this one episode where all he does is focus on yeah, one yeah. of the kids. And yeah. so you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, actually, that's a little more relatable than I wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, uh, I, we, I watched I Married Marge, which I thought was a really good episode to get to know them. Mm. Because you think like, I don't know. I guess I had this idea in my head that they were not a happy couple, but oh, they are. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. love each other so much. Yeah. Marge keeps Homer in check because mm -hmm. Homer, Homer would just, if Homer didn't have Marge, he'd be off the reservation. He'd be stuck in yeah. the, in the insane asylum. Mm -hmm. He would just, there would be that he would be going crazy. So Marge keeps him in check yeah. because he loves her so much. He'll yeah. do anything for her. But I want to, I want to hear, I'm going to do one more of the, my favorite that I watch. And then I want to hear your favorites. Cause you know more about the shit than mm. I do. My favorite that I watched out of all of them had to have been Camp Krusty. Oh my God. That Camp is, Krusty is so that fucking is, funny. Was so, it was, it had me in stitches yes. every, it was so fucking funny. I just, I love when it's, it's uh, the film crew is there and then Homer's just like, don't be the boy. Don't be the boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, you immediately... and then it's Bart, you know, I mean, obviously, and then it's Bart on a throne. Yeah. Oh, that one was so fucking And he good. gets, he immediately loses the hair he grew back and yeah, gains all yeah, the weight that he yeah. lost. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. That's a fucking great that one. That one was really fun. And, and Krusty grows as a character over time. Like Krusty was his background character. This mm -hmm. look of what Bobo the clown was. Was and then he grew into this 
piece of shit this corporate gambler, shill corporate shill hack he mm-hmm. steals from other famous comedians and uh like my favorite is when um is when crusty has a severe gambling problem mm-hmm. So he walks in and he goes, uh, and he's just wasting all his money. He has millions of dollars, but he keeps throwing it away. And they, and he's in his office, and they're like, uh, he he picks up the phone. He's like George Carlin on line two, and he picks up the phone and he goes, he's like, what lawsuit? My seven words you can't say on TV bit is entirely different than your seven words you can't say on TV bit. Oh, well, then I'm a thief, am I? Well, excuse me. And then he hangs up and they go, Steve Martin on line two. (laughs) Brilliant. It's brilliant writing. It's so good. Yeah. And uh, the fucking um, couch gags. Oh, yeah. I lo- the couch guys are so fun. I didn't know about them. And so watching them, mm-hmm. the, by the third one, I'm like hitting Brad. Brad, Brad, those are different every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no shit. And oh, I read that they do that so that they can have the flexibility of making him longer or shorter couch gags so they can fill enough time for the episode. Which I think is which genius. Which is very, yeah, yeah, so smart. So much, so forward thinking, obviously, that they started that season right. one. Um, so I have them numbered from seasons one through seven. Okay. Crusty. So season one and two, I didn't have you watch only because it's so dated and so old. I didn't want to turn you off. I yeah. feel like if you're going to jump somebody in yeah. to the Simpsons, you got to start when it gets good. Totally. And it's not like, um, <clears throat> it's not like friends in which I'd be so fucked with not knowing the relationships of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You can start anywhere mm-hmm. in, in the Simpsons and be completely fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so season one has a lot of great moments. Um, and there's a great, so the, the, the reason the show started is it was a, it was on the Tracy Ullman show as like a 15 minute cartoon and it, um, got really popular. And so they decided to have a Christmas special. Mm -hmm. Well, the Christmas special is what turned Fox into, well, let's just write this. Let's just and make Matt this a Gronig show. And Matt Gronig created just the short on the Tracy Ullman show? He created the characters because okay. he had a comic strip that he, was really popular. He said they were completely based off his family. Yeah. And well, then he, everyone's he, name is changed except him who was Bart. Well, what was great about the idea of The Simpsons is it's so... People always talk about, especially in our industry, where they're making something and they're like, this is really good. This is going to go viral. Mm-hmm. Then they throw the video on YouTube and it does dick. Yeah. It gets, what, 200, 800 views. It gets nothing. Mm-hmm. And then they, they'll, they'll post a video of somebody losing their shit at a Chick-fil-A, and all of a sudden they're famous. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yeah, the fucking bagel guy. Do you remember, did you know that guy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. bagel guys. I saw people taking pictures with him. And he's starting stand-up now. No. Yeah, yeah the bagel whatever his fucking name is, yeah. Oh, no. So the Simpsons are the... Bagel guy or Chick-fil-A of, of starting, of like going viral. Because what mm-hmm. happened was, is he had, a, he had a comic strip where it was a bunny and it, he would just, the bunny would go through different ordeals. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got pretty popular. So he was meeting with, I believe it was James L. Brooks, I could be wrong. But he was meeting with a few people to talk about, well, what, like, pitch us an idea. And he didn't want to give up the rights to the comic strip. Uh-huh. So he sketched out the Simpsons and named them after people in his family. And he's like, here, take that idea. And they did. <laughs> he didn't even want to, he, he was like, these are just use them because them, this is my moneymaker. This is what pays the bills. Right. And it became a global fucking sensation. That's 
crazy. That would never happen now. No, absolutely oh, not. So he mad. sketched them on a on a napkin in a diner. Yeah. That's crazy. And then he goes, Dad's name is Homer, because I know a guy named Homer. I know a guy named Bart. I know a woman named Marge. Maggie, Lisa, I know yeah. all these people. Bam, here you go. That's as much work as I'm putting into it. <laughs> and then did he, because they re also read that they made them yellow to catch viewers' eyes yes. when they're flipping through the channels. Yeah, yeah. So was that a Matt Groening choice or was that a network choice? I think that was a network choice. Okay. Because you, yeah, you could make them um, skin colored, regular skin yeah, colored. Yeah, I mean, obviously they have black people on the show. Right, yeah. But the yellow thing, and then I think it's also to go, it's not the Flintstones. Mm. Here's this is yeah. this is something completely different, yeah. and we're gonna put it in prime time. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that was really crazy. So when it starts out, they made this Christmas special. Christmas special does really well. It's how they got Santa's little helper. Mm -hmm. Homer didn't get his bonus, so he had to become Christmas Santa. And it's just this hard luck blue collar family that's tr struggling during the holidays. Great, kicks off the season. So or kicks off first season. And then it's now it's a, a huge success. Matt Groening recently gave an interview of how was he was it Groening? Am I saying it wrong? Groening. Groening? What have you been saying? Groening. Oh yeah, no. Well, either huh? way, I think it's fine. Okay. I thought you said Groening at one point, and I'm like, no, that's not it at all. <laughs> so, Matt had a great idea to the series finale. Would and it would be a regular episode that's going or whatever and it's mm -hmm. during christmas time and then you see the car pull into the school and the episode ends with the simpsons heading towards the the school holiday assembly mm -hmm. that marge and homer are going to when we first meet them in the very first in the christmas special and it would just be a circle <gasps> so the season the series finale would end so the way he it started. already anticipated i'm never going to age these characters yeah i'm not there's not going to be things that happen in their life that are going to like take you out of time yeah yeah they always oh. stay they always say the ages they are yeah and i think that's great to, to say like it takes place all, all 30 seasons mm -hmm. take place within a year's time or there is no time it's mm -hmm. just this circle yeah that happens i think is wait are great. they almost over I, no, I don't. Oh. But if they do, <laughs> wait! I just got. A, I just became a fan. <laughs> if they ever do, I think that they should. They should do that. I think that would be so great. Yeah, that would be so fitting and perfect. Um, but so season one has Krusty gets busted, and it's the first time we see Sideshow Bob. I don't know. If I, you know. I do know. I know who he is only because Kelsey Grammer does the voice of Sideshow Bob, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And my, I mean, my dad worked on Frasier, and so my dad always talked about Sideshow Bob, and I was like, what the. Fuck mm -hmm. is this guy? So Sideshow Bob has been the bad guy from the get character from the start, and this is the first episode. Him, him, and Bart have always gone head to head. Mm -hmm. Bob is always trying to get one over on Bart, or kill him, mm -hmm. or take down the town, or he's trying, always trying to do something. And Bart is always at least one step ahead of him in figuring out how to take him down. But this is he frames Krusty. Uh, for for robbing the Quickie Mart, to, okay. so he could take over the Krusty the Clown show and it'd be the size show Bob show, and he can do more um, intelligent type programming for children. Uh -huh. and, uh, so that's uh, that, and you get to see like that that that's the start of that great rivalry between uh, Sideshow Bob and Bart. Season two has Bart the Daredevil, the infamous. Is it uh, Evil Knievel? 
yeah inspired inspired and and homer jumps the gorge mm -hmm. on accident and he thinks he's gonna make it <gasps> oh. but he doesn't oh. and then he he falls down the gorge breaks every bone in his body then he gets helicoptered up out from the gorge mm -hmm. he gets put into an ambulance as soon as he's put in the ambulance the ambulance hits a tree he pops out the back and falls down the gorge again <laughs> <laughs> Season three, separate vocations. Um, they take an uh, they take a um, vocational test. Uh, the school does mm -hmm. Springfield Elementary, and they find out where you are, where you're going to be placed. And they realize Bart Bart when he takes his vocation quiz finds out he's like best suited to be a cop. Mm -hmm. And Lisa, who has all these aspirations to be a great jazz musician finds out that because of her stubby fingers, she's best as a housewife. Oh. So she's, she flips and she starts being bad. She starts being Bart and Bart starts being Lisa. Oh. But what's great about it is you get to see how L.A. inspired um, Springfield is. Like Springfield oh, is... Oh, really? A, I thought it was supposed to be just like an anywhere, any man's town, right? It is, it is, but it's very much... But wait... There's a Springfield, Illinois, right? There's a bunch of Springfields. Ah. Uh, There's a Springfield, Oregon. There's a Springfield, uh, Illinois. Then, okay, that's probably why they did that. Right. That makes sense. But I, but Springfield is really anywhere. But it's mostly it's mostly Oregon, mostly L.A. and mostly New York. Okay. But there are episodes where they're driving through like Nevada, Arizona, like caverns and huge, uh -huh. like the Grand Canyon type of like hills and rocks and mountains and you're like where the fuck are they like pick a thing that they are <laughs> but that's what springfield is and and this is when they're going when bart goes on a ride along you see how inspired la is and that always for some reason because i grew up i grew up kind of in a city mm -hmm. area and i always walked to school and my streets were always kind of dangerous and me and my sister always had to like make sure we walked fast to school and we don't stop by uh, yeah. old man pete's house yeah yeah, for too yeah. Long. you see people don't don't try to make contact with yeah. anybody that you don't know and just walk to school and get you know we didn't have a lot of money only offer strangers candy or only take strangers candy if it's ones you like yeah yeah butterfingers <laughs> you know you like dogs get in a van. <laughs> <laughs> and the, which is another which is a piece of um grandpa simpson's advice to homer He's like, I'm gonna, Homer goes to give advice to Bart on his first day of school, and he goes, I'm going to tell you the same advice my dad told me, and then it goes to a thought bubble, and mm -hmm. Grandpa's like, if a, strange, if a stranger offers you a ride, I say take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's a great one. Season four, Homer the Heretic. Now, this is... Oh, a, I almost watched that one. This one is the one I wanted to do a Patreon episode about, okay. about how Homer starts his own... He renounces Christianity decides to start his own religion. Mm -hmm. He has the best day of his life doing that, deciding not to go to church. And because of that, he feels like a more complete, and he un understands the meaning of life. Mm -hmm. And it's such a great episode. But then he, dis he starts teasing other people's religions, like Apu's religion. He's Hindu, so he starts mm -hmm. teasing his God. Then he starts making fun of Krusty for being Jewish. And then he, then he becomes more debaucherous. He's buying cases of beer and drinking in the morning and smoking cigars in mm -hmm. his house. And then eventually God turns on him and lights his house on fire. So it's like a lesson. And okay, if you're going to be, if you're going to be good, if you're going to create something and make your life whole, 
don't go so overboard that yeah. it starts to hurt others or hurt I mean, yourself. I'll, I'll, so many of them, I feel like, are lessons that you didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Or and har- more, I say for me, what I watch is less lessons and more harsh realities. Yeah. Where like when Marge becomes a cop and her, she's walking around, and she's like, "There's no way to stop the injustice." She's like, "It's already." completely imbibed in the fabric of this community the the bribery the scams like she and then she walked i mean i can't i can't talk about too much because i wrote a lot of questions about that episode (laughs) because there's one scene that i love so much but i can't talk about it but i do love that they're like the guy goes to the the garage and he was he they you know finally show what it is that he's smuggling and it's what is it like desi- <laughs> it's counterfeit, counter- jeans. Counter- counterfeit jeans counterfeit designer jeans out inside the garage yeah. of a cop it's the worst and he's like no one would suspect a thing it's like she lives there what? no one would suspect it's under the cop's roof <laughs> counterfeit designer jeans oh and then she oh that is a great episode because the she always gets laughed at for yeah. her attempts at anything and it's so funny and i love when they're like it looks like the cops are hauling somebody in mm-hmm. to the precinct precinct uh-huh. and then it's a pizza yeah <laughs> and then marsh goes excuse me chief wiggins like what what, 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 what? this better be about pizza <laughs> i love the the what is his name the sheriff or the police chief yeah police chief wiggum i i love him he is he's amazing. so funny uh season five my and this is uh, uh, my all-time favorite episode, Marge on a Lamb. Why? It is so fucking funny. I don't think it's just that funny. It's weird. I don't think it was as funny as I expected. I don't know if maybe you like. I hyped it up. I think you hyped it up. So when For I sure. watched it, I was just kind of like, "This is a good episode," and I really liked um, Wiggum, the Chief Wiggum in this one. But I didn't. Engine black eggs. But so yeah, fucking yeah. great. It's a ghost car. <laughs> He's the worst cop ever. I guess I just, I also, I don't know. I, maybe it was very, it was very Thelma and Louise driven, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've never seen Thelma and Louise. <sighs> well, you, so, I, you, I didn't see it until very recently. Oh, okay. So I didn't get it either. But so why do you like this episode okay. so much? It is, it is the weirdest episode. And that's why I, that's what I love about it. Homer is on display <laughs> as the dumbest. So he's watching. I wrote his name down. They're watching as a family. This episode uh-huh. starts with them watching Garrison Keeler. And what's funny to me about this is my mom would listen to this dude's tapes, and he would read notes about his life in Lake Wobegon. Mm-hmm. And they're really unfunny stories to me. And my mom and stepdad would crack up about these Lake Wobegon stories from Garrison Keeler. Uh-huh. So I always knew about Garrison Keeler, and then this episode starts, and they're watching it, and I go, that, oh, they're watching Garrison Keeler, and no one's laughing, because that's how I felt. I'm oh. like, he's not funny, and they, and the Simpsons don't think he's funny oh. either. Oh, I was kind of wondering why, I mean, I obviously didn't know anything about this. Yeah. I didn't get that. So, so Homer's like looking around, going, he's so dumb that he can't, he doesn't understand why no one's laughing. Uh-huh. And, and also, then you turn to Bart, and maybe that's the, he has the answer, and he's like, maybe it's the TV. <laughs> maybe the TV's not being funny. So he goes over and he starts smacking the TV, and he's like, be more funny. Like, it's the TV's fault. So right away, I'm like, okay, brilliant. Right. I love this. And then Homer, Marge gets tickets to the ballet. Homer what? thinks that the ballet is a bear in a car <laughs> but at no, the circus. But not just Homer. His friends think it, too. They're like, oh, you're going to see a bear? You're going to see, what, is it a bear, bear in a car or a bear car. riding a, is it a car? Yeah, a little car. And he's got With like, a little fez hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's going, in his mind. Then it cuts away and he's still going, 
<laughs> I just love that. And that to me felt like a writer's room of people where they're like, when I was little, I thought a ballet was a bear in a car on a circus. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Jared? Oh, and I like how Homer gets really, he gets really uh, jealous of Marge befriending the next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. But it's, and it's also callback city. This episode callbacks every one of its old jokes that it sets up at the beginning of the episode. When when uh, when the when uh, the woman picks up Marge, sh- she sees it. She's in this nice car. She's got sunglasses mm-hmm. on, a leather jacket, and Marge is like, "You look nice." And the woman's like, "Marge, tonight's not about nice. Tonight's all about." And then puts in a tape, and you hear sunshine, yeah. lollipops, <laughs> and rainbows. And she's like, "No, no, no, that's the wrong tape." <laughs> so then, and then it's Welcome to the Jungle, and they speed off. Yeah. Cut to 10 minutes later, Wiggum realizes he's in a chase with mm-hmm. the car of women. They don't know who they're chasing. And he goes, looks like we got ourselves an old-fashioned car chase. Puts in a tape, and it's sunshine, <laughs> lollipops. It. But this time, it's not a mistake. No, he, he wanted to listen to this yeah, lovely, really sweet song. <laughs> that's really good. So I'm crying. And, and right before that, Marge had taken, and you see the L.A., skyline the like the springfield hollywood Mm -hmm. sign that they have set up on the hill and she's like i always used to march takes her to that and then talks about how she always used to bring homer always used to bring me here for dates destroy the weather (laughs) what is it what weather station he's banging with it with a stick and he's like come on march it's fun to smash things then he turns around he's like you got real pretty hair and you're like wow what a terrible date so they leave and homer goes and as soon as they leave, Homer shows up and yeah. he's like, a new weather station. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, grabs a stick and he goes to smash it. Yeah. So that, I mean, it's just joke for joke, the funniest, in my opinion, one of the fun. Oh, when she goes to the, they stop at the diner. Mm-hmm. Marge is going to call someone to pick her up. And, and then you see all the other female fugitives, fugitives are in the diner. <laughs> and she's like, one of them's like, it's a good thing that we stuck together. And it's like, the one thing good friends do is yeah. stick together. And then it cuts to another couple, and they're like, like I, I'm glad that we decided to stick together. And then it cuts to the waitress, and she's like, I hate it when the waffles stick together. <laughs> and the chef's like, sticking together is what good waffles do. <laughs> yeah. So it's my all-time favorite episode. Uh, season six, The Treehouse of Horror. I loved five, this one. The Shinning. Loved it. Homer. This was my first introduction to groundskeeper Willie. Willie. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, well, I mean, I had seen him in like brief, brief periods before, but the, he, that through line, does he always get murdered in every? No. Just, epi- just that episode? Just that episode is consistently my getting murdered. My absolute favorite part of the episode, what that made me laugh out loud, was um, the time and punishment <laughs> part. First of all, I, 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 that one st- stood out to me above all. The right. time and punishment part where. Bart, or Homer walks in and it's seemingly his perfect heaven uh, home life. Yes. And it's everyone in fancy clothes. They have a lot of money. He has a, a luxury family car or whatever. And then he goes, Marge, be a deer and get me a donut. And she goes, what's a donut? <laughs> and he's like, oh, and he slams out the door. And then two seconds later, she goes, oh, it's raining again. And it starts raining donuts. donuts. I was like, that is fucking brilliant. It is so Fucking that was great. so funny. I just love that this episode or that story starts out with 
his hand being, he's like, everything's great. And then his hand stuck in a toaster. Oh my God, you're right. A couple times. Why did I never, they never mentioned anything about that. Nope. Was the toaster possessed? Did I, well, he stick I just it assumed it was a reference I didn't get because the first one was The Shining and the second one wasn't. I, just, I thought maybe since I'd never seen him that the, it was going to be movie references. Yeah, or, or book Twilight or Zone yeah. references or something. But no, I think no, no, no just was. stuck in a toaster. His hand stuck in a toaster. Yeah. And then it's in there again. And so he smashes it. <laughs> And then he's like, it's going to take some finesse. Mm -hmm. So then he breaks it open with a rock. And then he accidentally creates a time machine mm -hmm. just trying to fix the toaster. And he always goes back to one point in time. And then it cuts to him going, okay, remember the advice, another piece of advice from Grandpa Simpson. Remember the advice your dad told you on uh -huh. your wedding day. And then a thought bubble pops up. And he's like, if you ever travel back in time, <laughs> don't touch anything. <laughs> 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 Why would he give that advice on his wedding day? Uh, um, that, yeah, I love that one. The Shining is great. Yeah, they they wrapped up The Shining so fast, perfectly. Yeah, no one can ever do it. Now. Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, I just loved how Homer was cool. He was like, "Well, it cables out, but I'll drink." Yeah. Oh, not a drop in the house. Oh well, I'm sure I can keep myself occupied and entertained in this cabin. What are you gonna or do? this mansion? <laughs> Or, uh, or he, I don't... Yeah, yeah, the, ma the, the hotel. Yeah, the hotel. I've yeah. never seen The Shining either. Good Ooh. fucking God. You gotta get For, on it. I know, it's so funny. This one, the, the Simpsons is so reference-based, mm -hmm. too, that you, it almost reminds you of how many things you don't know. Yes. In a way. Because, yeah, yeah. And they, they do that so intelligently because the show itself presents itself as this stupid man that's running a poor, dumb family. Yes. But it's the most well-written, smart up-to-date show yes. out, out there possible. See, this is why I started freaking out when Carly and uh, Carl were... Chris. Chris. Carly and Chris. <laughs> you deserve that, Carl. <laughs> when Carly and Chris said that it was bad, I'm like, you're out of your mind. It might be bad now. It, yeah, I'll, maybe. Who I'll knows? accept that. But you can't... I you, just, overall, that's insane. That's like saying that you don't get why Cheers was popular. Yeah. And, and but with that without ever watching an episode, you're like, are you kidding me? Like it was 10 seasons long. Yeah. I understand it's not as funny as stuff is now, but you right. can't let current times confuse or not confuse. Like you can't let like current humor and current uh, media consumption taint something that you you have to view it in a different light. Mm -hmm. You have to view it in the light it was given to you then. But like, I, I could probably easily find so many reasons not to like the Simpsons, like very uh, surface level. Oh, well, they made fun of this or well, they think that Michael Jackson is a good guy or whatever. Right, it's right, like, yeah. who fucking cares? That's yeah. not the point. It was at the time. And then the show, the show grew and, and grew with the times as well. And it also shaped the times. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of people. Oh, yeah, got, there conspiracy theories that they predict the future. Yeah. Simpsons. Oh yeah, and that's and that's fantastic. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that the Simpsons has its own lure. Yeah. And it is like its own thing because one of my all-time greatest memories, and this should have been, I should have recognized this at the time and been like, this is the last beer you'll ever need to drink. Mm -hmm. Is when I went to Springfield and Universal Studios and they had a Moe's Tavern and they were selling Duff beer. It was the happiest. Yeah. It was the happiest beer oh, I've ever had it's, in my life. And like it has a fucking. They have a land. Yes. So that's like if so, Carly and Chris. That's like if someone turn you and go. I don't get why people like Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, does it matter if you don't? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this. I think uh, every Disney movie is bad. 
well then you're crazy yeah that's a crazy yeah uh that is that is a a very small-minded way to look at it carly (laughs) anyway um season seven now this was a tough one to pick from because i've been going like pretty consistently funny all the way through Mm -hmm. um but it was between 22 short films about Springfield, okay, which is Pulp Fiction inspired, uh, and they even do a Pulp Fiction storyline with Chief Wiggum and Snake. Okay, uh, but there, but I think my pick is Mother Simpson because it's so heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Have you did you watch I that didn't, one? No. So we don't see Homer's mom throughout this entire from season one up until this point. Mm-hmm. Homer fakes his own death. So he can get out of work okay, and of he course. can, and he can just hang out on a hammock with Bart. He's like, I just love how he starts the episode by going, Bart, uh, we've earned this Saturday. Now let's make the most of it. <laughs> then they cut to kites being flown. They, the camera follows the string down to Marge and Lisa flying the kites. <laughs> <laughs> then it pans over. Homer's in a, in a hammock drinking a beer. Bart's sitting crisscross mm-hmm. uh, next to him with a hammer, and he's just banging it on the ground. And Homer's going, 61, 62. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you find out that the news spreads that Homer's dead. So gets the power shut off to his mm-hmm. house, and the sisters get a tombstone made up of him. And... Word spread, Homer J. Simpson has died. And uh, <clears throat> that brings his mom out of hiding. He thought she was dead. She came because she thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. And they start to rekindle. So if you find out it's this whole big story about how um, she felt like she was trapped with Abe. She didn't, mm-hmm. she loved being Homer's mother, but she needed something else in her life because she was in this like spiraling shit marriage with Abe Simpson. So she decides because of Joe Namath's sideburns, decides that she's going to go and attack Mr. Burns as he was developing uh, things like, uh, he was trying to weaponize smallpox and other diseases. Okay. So she goes in with a bunch of hippies with a big canister of antibiotics to spray throughout the facility and they trample Mr. Burns. She looks down, sees that it's an old man, goes to pick him up. Oh, it's Mr. Burns. They recognize each other. So she has to flee. She kisses Homer goodbye mm-hmm. while he's sleeping as a little boy. And this is their explanation of why she was never yeah, around. Why okay. she wasn't around. So Homer's like, Oh, I thought I dreamed that kiss. And Homer was also right before that. He was like, I'm so glad my mom is back, but Marge is a little, hesitant because she's like this is a guy this is a lady that left you for 25 years so let's ask her about it and he goes well maybe i was just a bad son then no mother would want me like he feels really bad you're describing a hilarious tv show and i'm just like um i don't know that that sounds really sad yeah it it gets even sadder so miss they go she goes he goes why didn't you ever try and contact me and she says i did i sent you a care package every week so he goes they go to the post office, he, uh-huh. and he goes, "Is there any undelivered mail for Homer J. Simpson?" And immediately, the guy at the mailbox or the the mailman goes, "No." Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he picks up a big bag. He goes, "That's what happens when you don't tip your letter carrier." Oh. And so they walk out, but then Mr. Burns is at the post office too, recognizes her. Then it becomes a police FBI oh. hunt for this wanted criminal. She has to leave again. Most heartbreaking. And it makes me cry. My mom never went anywhere. This is season seven? Seven, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, I want to watch this one. My mom, never, my mom never left me, but for some reason I feel for Homer. Uh, well, for some reason. Of course, I feel for Homer. He's my favorite character. So she has to leave again. 
she leaves and she says, I'll always be with you. And then she, and she's like, you'll, you'll always have a part of me in you. And then she smashes her head and says, dough, then gets into a car and drives away. That's not the sad part. It's when the camera pans back and ho- I got goosebumps. Homer is by himself. And it's just a small little Homer standing next to his car and the sun is setting mm-hmm. and he just waves goodbye. Then he puts his hand down and he's just by himself. Then it cuts or no, it fades. Uh-huh. And Homer's sitting on the hood of his car. It's pitch black and all the stars are out. And he's just sitting there by himself, missing his mom. <gasps> and the credits are going. And I'm fucking... I oh, was, what? My God. I was sobbing. I was like, this is so sad. And brilliant. And beautiful. Like, it was such a beautiful... Like, it, Simpsons always always has those moments of yeah. being really... Are you tearing up? Yes. <laughs> yes. It makes me cry. And it's like, my mom has always been around. I've had both my parents. Yeah. But this really, for some reason, affects me. I, I mean, I'm sure it, it affected so many people, too. Yeah. And they just turned on their TV as usual to watch the funny mm-hmm. show that they watched every week with their families. If you don't cry at the end, yeah, because even me explaining, it's like, yeah, okay, I know what's coming. But if you still don't at least tear up a little bit, oh, I definitely will. Then you, you're as as Jay would say, you're a toaster. <laughs> you're a fucking robot. Um, when I watch New Girl, I'm watching New Girl with Brad for the first time, and we watch New Girl on every other episode. I'm tearing up. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, she just. Jess just loves sea life so much. She does. And it's so cute. It is cute when penguins wear hats. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good show. Um, I also, before we get to the quiz. Okay. And I also want to ask you what your other favorite I'm episodes were. I'm so excited were. for this quiz. I have my top five greatest side characters. Oh. Number one, of course, is Ralph Wiggum. Love Ralph Wiggum. Ralph Wiggum. My Don't even know him and I love him. My cat's breath smells like cat food. Do you know what I'm talking nope. about? He was asked a question. The Lisa and the new girl were trying to involve... Lisa felt inferior to the new girl. She's smarter than her. She's mm-hmm. better at the saxophone than her. And Lisa has to come to terms with, well, there are going to be people out there like that. I just need to deal with it instead of trying to be the best in mm-hmm. class because I'm always the best in class. And Ralph, who just doesn't care, he's just a big dummy. He, uh, It's the diorama. Both of the girls' dioramas don't get any don't don't get first prize and then ralph brings in star wars figurines in their original packaging so skinner who's like a huge star wars Mm -hmm. nerd gives him the blue ribbon so so ralph's just walking around and he's like i beat the smart kids i beat the smart kids then he falls over and he bends a bunch of them so they're like ralph would you like to come back and play uh, our anagram game we take proper nouns and then we rearrange the letters to form a description of that person. And then Ralph looks into the camera and he goes, my breath's cat smells like cat food. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he has little lines like that all the time. He's the best. Number two is Mo Sislak. Okay. You posted a quote from him. I on like Mo Instagram. a lot. He's dark. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's the, the bartender. That's what you gotta be. He's wonderful. Yeah. He's always being tricked by Bart in the, the prank phone calls. Mm-hmm. Also, um, your, your quote is, you try to be nice to people, you resist the urge to punch someone in the face, and for what? Mm-hmm. I mean, what great... And then another great Mo quote is, um, uh, it's been a long time since I've been on a date with a, what you call it, a woman. <laughs> uh, number three is Lionel Hutz. I love Lionel Hutz. <laughs> Lionel Hutz... 
is so funny. R- R.I.P. Phil Hartman. Oh, I, I, Lionel Hutz and Troy McClure. <laughs> Both voiced by Phil Hartman, which yes. was one of my bonus questions, mm-hmm. but you got it all right. But I'll, maybe I'll just wing another one. Yeah. Um, they are so, Lionel Hutz is so funny. You just constantly catch him in the most ridiculous scenarios. I love him. And the when he was babysitting the kids, uh, Marge <laughs> on the Lamb, that was my favorite part of the episode, I will say. Yes. Like he, what, I, I, I tried to catch all the code names he gave himself or whatever in that <laughs> one. Lionel yeah. say, um, uh, say hello to Miguel Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then also, also at the end of the episode of Marge on the Lamb, they cut to the woman and she, the reason she stole the guys, the, stole the car, it's her ex-husband because he's, he's, late on his and won't pay child uh-huh. support. So then she ends up not getting arrested for stealing the car, having and now the guy has to pay his back alimony payments and he blames it on his lawyer, one Lionel Hutz. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. He's great. They go to shake him awake. Uh, Bart and Lisa go to shake him awake because mm-hmm. he's the babysitter. And then, he, <laughs> then he like brings out a knife yeah. and he goes, don't touch my stuff. He goes, wait a minute. This isn't the YMCA. <laughs> That's always him. He's like, don't touch my stuff. Don't look in there. Don't look at that. <laughs> Lionel Hutz, number four, Principal Skinner. Hilarious. I didn't get enough of Principal Skinner to understand because you posted about him on the Instagram yeah. about how funny he is. And I don't think I saw enough of him. Yeah. You got to just yeah. keep the keep the collection I gave you and run through them yeah. at your leisure. I will. And uh, give them back when you're, whenever you're done. No, no, uh, no rush. And I want you to fall in love with not only him but my fifth greatest side character Hans Molman. Who's Hans at? Hans Molman is the is this tiny little man. He's like really Mole super man? old. His name is Hans Molman. He's okay. got big thick glasses. He's always randomly he's just always randomly somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like a like um when Homer's triple bypass is like he was having heart problems cuz he has anger issues and he 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 was like, "Hey, I'm late for work." And he starts ramming into a tow truck that's towing the house the house that is the birthplace of Edgar Allan Poe mm-hmm. and then it cuts to the driver and it's Hans <laughs> and he's like really tiny then you see later on in a different episode Homer's in, in AA mm-hmm. and then it cuts to and Mole Man stands up and he's like withered and old and he goes uh, alcohol has ruined my life I'm 31 years oh, old oh my god <laughs> so he's uh, he's the best um, and uh, that is my Everything I have to say about, about one through seven one through only, seven. though, folks. There's gonna be more. Yes. And I'm gonna try my best uh-huh. to consume more than I was able to this time because yeah. I loved it. Oh my I, god. After I was watching, I I was just like I I want to watch every episode. I'm so happy. Yeah. That makes me so happy. It's it's just the one show. I'm really I really want to do well. I want to get a perfect mm-hmm. because it is Ooh. it is like it's a it, it's the it's the one thing in my all of my things, and I said this earlier, but it's just, it's really hard to explain, and I know a lot of people, a lot of people my age feel this way, it is the most special thing mm-hmm. I've ever watched on television. It just hit me in the right moment. So with I, that said, don't get mad at me oh boy. when you don't get a perfect. All right, so I'm gonna, I got the, I got the pans. Um, I have one more fun fact that I forgot to say, which I thought was really cool. In an episode during the fourth season, I didn't watch this episode, but obviously you did. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the guest star was Elizabeth Taylor, who voiced a single word. It was Maggie's first word spoken during a flashback, the word daddy. 
Elizabeth Taylor oh, came yeah. on to voice one word. Mm-hmm. That's how popular this show is. Yeah. That's insane. And that's also a really sweet episode. Okay. A really, really tearjerker episode <laughs> for like parents. If you're just tuning in, we are talking about The Simpsons. Yes. That's not if you're just tuning in. <laughs> if you if fast you decided, forward. <laughs> if you decided to fast forward to this part in the episode. Um, all right. So how many questions are there? There are 19 oh my. questions. Okay. And I have, I want to say maybe five bonuses in there. All right. So we'll yeah, maybe five, might be four or five. Okay. Um, do you want your rankings or your prize first? I would like rankings, please. All right. So if you get a hundred percent, this is also my biased opinion. Uh-huh. You're Lisa Simpson. Sure. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I can see that. I'm fine with that. If you get 80%, I'll also... My bias, mm-hmm. your super cool cop mom Marge, when she's killing it at obstacle course training, dude, doing really well. Sure, people aren't noticing, but like she's very good at her <laughs> she's job. She's the best cop she's, on the force. And very weird to see her with her hair in a down ponytail. I, I was like, it. this is this is hot. It is hot. <laughs> it is hot. If you get sixty percent, you're Mr. Burns. You're a piece of shit, but you've got a lot of money and power. Yes, and there's times where Mr. Burns is pretty all right. All right. See, I didn't even know that. Good job, me. Yeah. Forty percent. You're Bart. You have a fun life, but you get caught a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Twenty percent. You're Homer Simpson. That makes sense. Which now, the more you talk about him, all these like heartfelt episodes, I feel bad putting him at twenty percent. No, yeah. And if you get zero percent, you're groundskeeper Willie. Because <laughs> I just. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. What is it? Sco- Scotchtoberfest? And he's like, this is a sting. Did you, re- do you remember that one? It was like, Bart's- <laughs> Bart has a girlfriend and he has Scotchtoberfest. And they're like, this is a sting. There's no such thing as Scotchtoberfest. And he's like, what? Oh, you used me. Yeah, I use love that me, one. Skinner. Yeah, use me. You're right. That's uh, that's good. Yeah, Willie gets also the over. principal putting on a sting. <laughs> I know. And their sting is one Scottish man on a platform. Oh God, it's so good. Um. All right. So your prize, if you get. What is it? 60 or 80? 60%? 60. <laughs> what is it? What is this what show? Is I've never it? done it. Is something I found that I thought would be cool because I really want to do it. It's a Game of Thrones 1000 oh. piece puzzle. Oh my God. I have been real puzzle mode lately. You love a puzzle. So I thought you could do one as well. I will also do a puzzle, but I, I got to yeah, win yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give that gotta, back. Yeah, I son of a bitch. All right. Are we ready? I'm ready. Ooh. I'm so nervous. Honestly, I feel like by the third question, I'll have a good sense of how well you're going to do on this quiz. Okay. You know? Cool. All right. Pop quiz, hot shot. Uh, pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> question one. All right. Season, I started with season three because uh, as Kane said, he wanted to start me on the best stuff. Yes. Uh, this is from the episode Saturdays of Thunder. Okay. Do you want me to tell you the episodes or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What was the VH- VHS village formerly known as? Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. A, the Super 8 Superdome. Oh, fuck. B, the Laser Disc Dome. C, the Beta Barn. Or D, the Floppy Shoppy. <laughs> the Beta Barn. Beta Barn's final answer? What are they again? The Super 8 Superdome. Oh, shit. Laser Disc Dome. The Beta Barn or Floppy Shoppy? Oh, man. They all sound right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> laser Disc Dome. Not the Laser Disc Dome. The Floppy Shoppy. The Super 8 Super Dome. Super 8 Super Dome. Super 8 Super Dome. 
or the beta barn. Beta barn. Oh my gosh. Fuck. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Okay, I'm gonna go with um <laughs> oh I'm gonna God. go with Super 8. Super 8 Superdome? Yeah. No! Oh no! Beta Barn! It was you Beta Barn! Go with your gut. God damn it. I, I knew also, it. I almost fucked up because I actually wrote Super 8 Superstore. And then I said Super 8 Superdome, and I was like, well, this is working. Beta oh. Barn was so right, but then I saw yeah. I looked at your face and I'm like, oh, that's wrong. That's wrong. Your, oh your my acting God. is fantastic. Okay, Shit. quiz or question number two from the uh, same episode. Okay. This is two part, so there's an A and a B. Uh huh. From the quiz, how to tell if you're a good father from the National Fatherhood Institute. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you the questions and you have to tell me the answers. Okay. Um, if it's just unbearably bad or hard, I, I can give hints, but I'm going to try to do it without hints. Okay. Uh, see, um, when I'm, I, I, I'm immediately, I was like, beta barn, because mm -hmm. that sounds, that's right. It's beta barn. But I'm so, I so want to do really well. I know. That I fucked myself over. All okay, right, ready? let's just shake it From off. From the National Fathers Fatherhood Institute, here's the quiz. Okay. Question one, name one of your son's friends. This is the first time Homer takes it and he fails. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead, hit me. I can give you, like, what Marge says. Oh, oh, so th this is no multiple choice. So you choice. have to, no, no multiple choice. Oh, um, he N says. Name one of your son's friends. He says uh, the, little, the little wiener with the glasses. <laughs> Yeah, I think that counts. Yeah, what is, what is he wrote? Poll? He says Hank Jones, the little one in the glasses, <laughs> Hank Jones. Hank, oh yeah, and then Marge is like, you, that, he doesn't even know anybody yeah. named Hank Jones. Yeah, Hank Jones was the yeah. Okay. All right, name one of your son's heroes. Um, presumably this is not Bart's hero. Yeah, and is Homer's hero instead? It's either, it's either Steve McQueen. Um, do you have a hint? My hint is trust your gut. I'm going to say Steve it's McQueen. Steve McQueen. Yeah, okay. Name another dad you talk to about parenting. Pass. Yeah, but he says next. <laughs> so that's the same. What are your son's hobbies? <laughs> that's my favorite answer. He doesn't have any. <laughs> no, they said, he says one before he goes, I don't know, he doesn't have any. And you know what? I, I and I watched it. I watched that episode. <laughs> Name your son's hobbies. Oh my god! The hint is it's a hobby from when he was a toddler. <laughs> He's always playing with that rattler. No. I don't know what is it. Chewing on a phone cord. Chewing on a phone cord. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> which, when you think about it, it's, so, it's such a layered joke because it's a hobby, which means he did it repetitively, which means they didn't stop him yes. <laughs> from chewing on a phone cord. So I got one of those right? No, you got uh, Hank Jones because he does say the wiener with the, or the kid with the wiener. Yeah. Um, Steve McQueen and next. So the only one, you got the last one wrong. So I got f half a point So on that's, that? uh, that's three quarters of a point. Three quarters? Shit. Wait, this is a two-part question, so it's half a point. Okay, so half, half a point right now. Okay. All right, later, after Homer's undergone the best father transformation one can, mm -hmm. name one of your son's friends. Oh, I'm sorry. Name one of, yeah, name one of your son's friends. Martin. I'll curse Martin. that name until I die, to the day <laughs> I die. Uh, name one of your son's heroes. Three-time soapbox champion Ronnie Beck. Nailed it. Well, name another dad you talked about parenting. Uh, 
He <laughs> didn't, so he ran outside yeah. to talk to Flanders. When should a boy start dating? Flanders is about to talk, and then he took off in his car. Love that. <laughs> and what are your son's hobbies? Um, building a soapbox. Nailed it. Nailed okay. it. So then what is that? That's a... Oh, we didn't think this through, did we? Mm -hmm. That's three quarters of a point? Three quarters. So almost a full point. So three quarters. Okay, cool. All right. Fuck me, man. You're these. Okay. Yes. I'm um, in my head. Okay, don't worry. You're going to get this next one. Okay. Uh, I Married Marge episode uh, from season four, season three. Mm -hmm. What is Marge's maiden name? Is it A, Goulet, B, Bouvier, C, Olivier, or D, Perrier? It's Bouvier. Oh, whoops. Which is B, Bovier, whatever you said. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I knew you'd get that one. Mm -hmm. Check. Okay. From the same episode, question four. Question four. True or false? Homer worked at the Gulp and Blow Taco. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Gulp and Blow. Uh, what can I get you? My husband back. You want fries with that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh you want to make that a combo? <laughs> Question is uh, season four, Camp Krusty. Okay. Question five. What did the beginning of Lisa's letter home from Camp Krusty say? So these are the options. A, dear mom and dad, I no longer fe fear hell because of Camp Krusty. <laughs> B, dear mom and dad, the darkness creeps in as soon as I wake at Camp Krusty. C, dear mom and dad, encloses my will, remove my body from Camp Krusty. D, dear mom and dad, I have started to eat my own feces at Camp Krusty. <laughs> it's A, I no longer fear, fear hell. <laughs> I laughed out loud <laughs> when that happened. And they're like, oh, as soon as we pick her up, she's going to start crying yeah. to go back. Uh, um, question six. Which one of these was not a telltale sign it was Krusty? A, a mole shaped like a shark. B, a pacemaker scar. C, a cattle brand birthmark, or D, a super, superfluous nipple? A. Yep. Dang it. Oh, I hope my other ones are hard. All right. Man. This is from uh, season five or four. It's Lisa the Beauty Queen. I think that's four. Four. Okay. True or false? Homer paid $350 by selling his Duff Blimp ticket to enter Lisa in the beauty pageant. False. It's two hundred and fifty dollars. Whoa! Yes. I tried to trick you with that one. Yeah, because I knew. Job. Ooh, I was like, oh, that's a good. That's a solid number too to pick. <laughs> Three fifty. I don't know why I'm proud of myself, but you got it right. So, but cool. we like we want people to fail for some reason we, on the show. Because if everyone won, then mm -hmm. it would just be a good time. <laughs> yeah, it would just be fun for the person taking the quiz. Question eight: In the beauty pageant, Lisa sings "America the Beautiful" and then this song. Is it a respect? B, born in the USA, C, private dancer, or D, proud Mary? Oh, shit. Yeah, so D. <laughs> good job, good job. <laughs> God damn, you've seen this show a lot. Yes. Uh, a season five, Marge on the Lamb. Oh, uh, my favorite. I think you're going to do better on this than I thought. Okay. Okay. Question God. nine. What is the female name Bart calls Homer after Marge leaves for her night out? Mm -hmm. Is it A, Homina, B, Homa, C, Homita, or D, Homami? Homami. Oh, uh, it's Homina. 
God damn it. Yes. Oh, yes, mommy. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, mommy. Question 10. Lionel Hutz was paid blank amount of <laughs> blank hour for blank amount of hours of babysitting. Let uh, me read that again. Lionel Hutz was paid blank amount of dollars for blank amount of hours for babysitting. Okay. Was it $6 for 40 hours? $10 for 48 hours? $8 for 32 hours? Or $5 for 30 hours? <laughs> All these answers are ridiculous. Uh, he, got, he got paid $8 for 32 hours, and he was glad to get it. <laughs> How did you know that? I really uh, thought I was going to stump you with that one. I, I was like, oh, man, it's, it's either D or... But then, and when you play the... The guy's voice uh -huh. at the end. I'm like, okay, it was eight dollars for Because remember Homer going, he was like, at, he's like, I couldn't help but overhearing that you needed a, a babysitter, and as a skilled attorney, my fee is eight hundred dollars an hour, mm -hmm. and or something like that. And then Homer goes, we pay eight dollars for the <laughs> night, and you get to take two popsicles out of the freezer. Yeah, and then he doesn't he doesn't he <laughs> he tries to negotiate for yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes two, <laughs> and he goes fine, but I get to keep this old bird cage. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. This one is bonus question from um, the episode called Springfield with a dollar sign. Oh, uh, 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 uh. the bonus is what were the other casino options before settling on Mr. Burns Casino? No multiple choice. Oh, my God. Should have made this a real question. Shit. Um, oh, my God. Mr. Burns's Casino. That's such a funny episode too. Mm -hmm. That is a fucking great. Episode. They're like, they're like, you hate gambling, Marge. <laughs> it was my idea. Yeah. Um, the one of the names. Oh man, I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna say Springfield Casino. I don't remember. Nope. What was it? So the first one was Britannia. Britannia. Oh God. Okay. It's this woman with some janky teeth. Yes. And. Yeah, Britannia. Britannia. The second one was Woodstock Casino. <laughs> yes, that's right. And then the last one didn't have a name, but it was the ship captain. <laughs> yeah, Just saying uh, something about needing a ship. Yeah, so. and, and, and a bunch of men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he's like, we're building a casino. And he goes, oh, okay. Can you give me a couple minutes? <laughs> <laughs> All right, bonus from the same episode. Oh, what movie bonus. was parodied at the blackjack table? Rain Man. God damn it. Yes. God damn it. So I'm back in the game. That cancels out the this this bad question. All the right. first question. So I'm right now I'm flying on one. I mean it's still a I still got it wrong, so it's not a perfect but it could be a dirty perfect. It'll though. be a dirty perfect. But you got a quarter, you still have a quarter that you're missing, right? Yes. Yeah, so I'm not even yeah, so I still have a black mark on my <laughs> score. He says as he makes a red mark next to his score. <laughs> Question 11. This is from the the beauty pageant episode. Mm -hmm. In the school state pageant, Lisa was Florida and Ralph Wiggum was which state? Idaho, Arkansas, Delaware, or New Jersey? <laughs> I'm Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> which isn't even funny. It's not even that funny. Just the way he said it was funny. <laughs> Florida. It's spelled F-L-O-R-E-D-A. <laughs> uh, season 6, episode 6, Treehouse of Horror. 5. Question 12. What comic strip characters are in time and in the episode Time and Punishment? Is it A, Red and Rover, B, Kelly and Duke, C, Doug and Dog, or D, Peabody and Sherman? Peabody and Sherman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sherman of a bitch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Bonus. Name three things the house turns into when Homer messes with time. Uh, one of them turns into an Egyptian statue with Bart's face on it. Mm-hmm. One of it, it turns into the Flintstones house. And then one time it's underwater. Yep. The other ones are Igloo, Igloo. A, shoe, a Shoe, and McDonald's. Yes, that's right. All right. Killing it. Killing it. Mm-hmm. Fuck me. Really thought I'd be better at this. Question 13. This is the episode Bart's Girlfriend. The, quest- the church sign outside of the church said evil women in history from Jezebel to who? Oh, no. Is it A, Judy Garland, B, Janet Reno, C, Jodie Foster, or D, Jackie O? I'm going to go with my gut and say it was Janet Reno. Yes. God damn it. I really thought we had That was a now. fucking total guess. <sighs> I was going based on what I, the humor I know of the show, that seems about right. Janet Reno sounded <sighs> right. Okay. All right. Bonus. What actress voices voices Jessica Lovejoy? Oh my God. This is a bonus. Do you know this? No. Well, I can give you I can give you a hint, and you have the option for the hints. One is how many uh, Oscar nominations they have, or how many wins. So you get a hint on one of those. Do you want the wins or the Oscar noms? I don't think either are going to help, but sure. Give me the wins. Wrong choice. Three wins. <laughs> but she has a bunch. It's not. Is it Meryl Streep? Is it Meryl Streep? It's not Meryl Streep. Is it Meryl Streep? Is it Meryl Streep? It's not Meryl Streep. It's not. But Meryl it could Streep. be Meryl Streep. Is it Meryl Streep? I think it's Meryl Streep. I think it is Meryl Streep. Is it Meryl yeah, Streep? Yes. Meryl Streep. Yes. Wow. She can fucking play anything. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Wow. The, I every time somebody was on screen, I looked up who the voice actor was. Yeah. God damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Question fourteen. From the same episode, why was Jessica expelled from boarding school? A, she built a pipe bomb. B, she put anthrax in lockers. C, she was in possession of a grenade. Or D, murder. Oh, man. Um, Pipe bomb? Is that your final answer? (laughs) What are the options again? She built a pipe bomb. She put anthrax in lockers. She was in possession of a grenade or murder. Like the pipe bomb sounds so extreme. I know it's not anthrax and I know it's not murder. <laughs> murder. I'm going to say pipe bomb. Pipe bomb is right. Yes. I just like the idea of I do all these ones and then I go, or she just killed somebody. That's why she got expelled. <laughs> exactly. It's a classic girl's cry. For attention. <laughs> she killed somebody. Question 15. Mm-hmm. What was Lionel Hutz doing? Oh, oops. We're in the episode... The Springfield Connection. Okay. Season six. What was Lionel Hutz doing in this episode? Was he A, smoking crack in an alley, B, setting a dumpster on fire, C, smuggling jewels up his butt, or D, bribing a police officer? He was setting a dumpster on fire. (laughs) What did he say? He's like, what did he say? He was like, uh, he was like, don't look in there. You can't look in there. And he goes, yeah, yeah. And then he like cited some law that they couldn't do. And then he's like, this is my dumpster. And she's like, I just wanted to say hi. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, hello. And then he sets it on fire. (laughs) You already got my next bonus, which was which famous SNL cast member voices Lionel Hutz and Troy McClure. Uh-huh. Do you want to hit me with one you can think of on the Yes, spot? but it has to do with the next episode, so I'll do it on the next. Oh, okay. Because I still have another All right. uh, Springfield connection. All right. 
This uh, question 16. Marge observes all the laws people break around town. What law was the horse breaking? Was it A, smoking in front of a human, B, jaywalking, C, wearing a wig, or D, not wearing a diaper? Not wearing a diaper. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> when she goes, she's like, off leash. And then she says something else. She's like, oh, that horse not wearing a diaper. <laughs> 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 it's just one of those bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. All right. Season seven episode, Lisa the Iconoclast. Oh, boy. Okay. Why is Mama Hoover... Oops. This is just my own opinion. <laughs> Not mama. Why did I put mama? Miss Hoover? I was writing this down as I was really tired. And I was like, why is Mrs. Hoover such a bitch? <laughs> she is. That was not... I read, But I read it like it was a real question. Why yeah. is Miss Hoover such a bitch? Maybe because she has Lyme disease. It Does she? Yeah. Okay, yeah. She, yeah. Pretty jaded over Lyme disease. I think you're going to fucking nail these questions. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm pre- more prepared for next time. Question 17. What was Jebediah Springfield's real name? Was it A, Hans Sprungfield, B, Hugo Springfled, C, Hans Greiber, or D, Hitler Springfield? Hans, what was the first one? Hans Sprungfield. Yes, Hans Sprungfeld. Hans Sprungfeld. That's right. I wish it was Hitler Springfield. (laughs) Hitler Springfield would have been good. Bonus on what did Jebediah write his confession? Oh, the bottom part of the portrait of mm-hmm. George Washington. Bonus. After a fight. Uh, what's the guy's name? What's the mu- who voices the museum curator? Donald Sutherland. God damn it. Yes. Two bonus. Uh, yes. Uh, quite a season seven episode, A Fish Called Selma. I think this might actually be my favorite next to Camp Krusty. Okay. I just, I also didn't know Marge's sisters very well. Doesn't one of them come as a, le- a lesbian later? One of right? them is a lesbian. Uh, yeah. Patty. Uh, but I loved her iguana. I like jump, it. Jump. At a certain point, he's like, you have everything you want. You have a hot rock for jump, jump. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Conan's, Conan wrote the he he named jub jub and what? it's his favorite it's oh. his favorite name <laughs> all right question 18 which one of these is not a troy mcclure mo- movie oh fuck so we've got a meet joe blow b make out king of montana c sleazy rider or d the erotic adventures of hercules name him again meet joe blow make out king of montana Sleazy Rider or The Erotic Adventures of Hercules? Shit, man. Okay, so Make Out King of Montana is definitely one. Okay. Um, what's the last one? The Erotic Adventures of Hercules. That is for sure one because it's the second time they reference it in a different episode. Well, and, fuck. It's actu- and it's actually a porno that he stars in Damn it. that Homer and Marge watch um, to fuck. So, uh, so we've got- but Sleazy Rider has such a good fake movie answer and then what's the other one meet joe blow i can i can hear him saying both you might remember me from such films as meet joe blow and sleazy rider and p is for psycho (laughs) (laughs) all right this is a guess Mm -hmm. because i have no idea i'm going to say meet joe blow that's your final answer yes I stumped you! God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Sleazy Rider. Fuck. <laughs> Motherfucker. Sleazy Rider. Yes. Question 19. 19, last one. What star did Troy McClure's replace on the sidewalk? Is it A, Danny Kaye, B, Buster Keaton, 
C, Humphrey Bogart, or D, John Wayne? You motherfucker. <laughs> I think I'm going to get this wrong, too. <sighs> yes. Buster Keaton or John Wayne or Danny Kaye. And Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey Bogart. It could be any one of those. I have no idea. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Humphrey Bogart. Final answer, Humphrey Bogart? Yes. Final answer is wrong. Which one was it? Buster Keaton. Buster Keaton. Arguably, I mean, I think the joke was there. He was argu- the, arguably the first movie star was Buster Keaton. And so, yeah, Troy the, McClure. Uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. I could see that. And yes. he's one, known as one of the best like comedic actors mm-hmm. of all time. Fuck. And yes. that's such a, that is such a clever, good joke. But I know at one point they referenced Humphrey Bogart, so I was thinking maybe oh, they referenced him again. Ha, ha, ha. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, well, let's see. Also, with regard to that episode, they never explicitly say what his deal with fishes is, right? No. They just kind of alert, allude to, like, he likes to jerk off um, uh, to a, to a, fish, a maybe. porpoise. <laughs> one. So let's see here. With bonus... I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, and three quarters. What? Because of the bonuses. Wait, bonuses are half point. Oh, that's right. You son of a bitch. Motherfucker. Okay, so half, full, half, full, half. Okay, so that's, that's two and a half, whatever three quarters is. Uh-huh. So then one... Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. So sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and a half plus three quarters is well. Then what would that just be? 19? Then it's nineteen. Then I got a. Then you won a Game of Thrones Yay! one thousand please puzzle. It's a real oh, puzzle. Oh, I can hear the fighting. Oh my god! Oh my god! That was fun. That was fun. I love this. Me I too. I can't wait to do the next one. I'm going to start now, and oh. I'm going to watch way more, so then I have a much more varied... Start from... I, yeah. And I'll even give you those if you if you want to dick with those, what too. What are those? Those are the first two seasons. Nah. Yeah? Nah. All right. I'm going to stick I'm gonna stick on the path that I'm doing. I hear you. I feel you. And I, I respect it. I respect the game. Thank you. Um, well, that is... I guess that's it. Yeah. You want to pimp out uh, a couple shows? Yeah, sure. Kane is on... Uh, my show Friday at Crumbs and Whiskers, there's still like three tickets left, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and come to that. It's in West Hollywood. This episode will be out tomorrow, so you'll hear about that. And then I also have a show, I have like three shows, two or three shows a week for the rest of the month. So check yep. my website, hollyannabellebrown.com. Yes. And then we are actually doing our live show. Live show. We're bringing Well bitch. Actually to the live comedy show out in uh, North Hollywood Bruce Brothers um, we're gonna have on well Holly and I will be on the show of mm-hmm. course Tommy McGuan will be coming back of course back. OG and then of, and who do we have closing out the show we got uh uh, she probably can't close out the show, actually. Oh, she opening, has a show at night. Whatever. <laughs> but Kelly McInerney or the Elton John super fan, also mm-hmm. super nerd about a lot of other things. So Yeah. Um, so we got that going on. It's gonna be in North Hollywood. If we have any California listeners that want to come out, it's gonna be a mix of stand-up. We're gonna have comics come up, do some stand-up, and then we're gonna quiz them on their thing. Mm-hmm. We will also have a bucket with titles of the thing. So uh, I think Tommy's gonna do Rocky, one okay. of the Rocky movies. 
because uh, he's a huge Rocky fan. It's one of his all <laughs> any of the Rocky. Also, movies. as most Tommy things go, is he though? Is he? Is though? he really? <laughs> so you will be. We'll have tickets for you to be able to put your name mm-hmm. in which category you want to be quizzed on. Holly will be being quizzed. I'll be the quiz master, and I'll be hosting mm-hmm. master ceremonies for for that particular show. If uh, we decide that this is a show we can do again, Holly will take over as MC. Absolutely. And she'll be quiz master. So uh, for anybody coming out to this show, you'll have an opportunity to also be on stage. Yeah. And we'll have... Be a part of the Well Actually mm-hmm. podcast. And we'll have shirts for not only sale, mm-hmm. but to win if you beat one of our one of our contestants, one of our comic oh contestants. Oh, my God. So if you beat the comic, you win a shirt. Mm-hmm. But we'll also have them for sale at the end of the show. Also, just come out and prove your nerd dumb. Like, mm-hmm. say, Well Actually Us in person. Yes. Because obviously, you're listening at home knowing how many fucking things we get wrong. Oh, yeah. So come by and let us know. Know how upset I am that I didn't get a perfect score <laughs> on The Simpsons. It's really upsetting. Know how happy I am that Kane didn't get a perfect mm-hmm. score mm-hmm. on The Simpsons. Uh, but yeah, so we'll have all of what the comics will be mm-hmm. being quizzed on by next week's episode. And we'll post more about the show details, mm-hmm. uh, place, time. It's Saturday right. the 21st, but that's what's uh, what we got for now, you guys now. And also follow us on Instagram because mm-hmm. that's what we'll be posting. You can also follow me at Kane Holloway. I'll and- be posting it on there. Um, and then we'll tell you what we'll have. Tell your friends if you don't live in California, but you have friends who live in the LA area. Mm-hmm. Tell them to come to the show, totally. support the show. And uh, next week we'll be d- talking it chapter oh, yeah. chapter one and chapter I'm two. I'm so excited. I am stacked, stacked, stoked. <laughs> I am stoked. I misspelled the word in my head, then read it as the word. Read it? That's you're not. You can't. I read the word. Is that stacked. how? You, is that how you formulate your thoughts as yes. sentences as a book in your brain? <laughs> yes, I am stacked, and uh, so that and then what? Oh, Patreon. Oh yeah, Patreon. We actually just got a new Patreon supporter. We did. Um, so shouts out to Lance. Lance Thank for joining the much, Patreon. Lance. We're gonna release uh, two new episodes this month. So yes. get fucking mm-hmm. stacked for those get episodes. For that. Oh, I fucking read my my brain book wrong. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's the end of the show. Uh, I'm Kane, and that's not my sign off. What am I doing? <laughs> I'm Kane, and everyone knows I'm Kane. I'm Kane, and and anyway, um, I'm gonna do an impression of who's a character I could do should do an impression of. I, I can't. They're hard on this uh, this who show. Do, who do you know? I know you could probably do a Ralph if you knew Ralph. Oh yeah. Can you say um, Mrs. Hoover? Mm-hmm. There's a dog in the vent, and then I'll say. <laughs> I'll say, Ralph, do you remember when you told me that Snagglepuss was outside? Okay. And then you say, yeah, he was going to the oh, bathroom. No. Oh, no. M- Mrs. Hoover, there's a dog in the vent. Ralph, do you remember the time you told me that Snagglepuss was outside? Oh, shit, what was the next line? He's going to the bathroom. Oh, he's going to the bathroom. <laughs> was that decent? That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'm never going to give you up. Bye. Bye.